0: Always, I preach it now. Like everyone needs to try, at least try to box. You know, mm-hmm, include in your life some way, somehow, because it shapes you to do um, incredible things in life.
1: I think boxing, like if everyone set out to have one amateur fight, it would just like be such. It's such a bucket list thing for
0: people to do. I think. Or you know, going could you, in the could ring. you?
1: Would you put your kids in boxing?
0: Uh, hell no! <laughs> Actually <laughs> I no. I mean, if, if they, if they really
1: and they were like yeah. yeah I really want to do this I'm going to have to be supportive yeah. but I'm not going to I don't I would rather them not I see how hard of a sport it is and I think there's other yeah. sports that are a little bit harder yeah. and easier somebody if I were to get judged on how I acted when I was 19 years old like mm-hmm. you, I would not be on this podcast with you right now <laughs> like you would probably hate 19 year old <laughs> right. Jessica crazy and I, I I think I did go a little crazy like I had my midlife mm. crisis at 25 And I was Mm. depressed because, yeah, at 25, I was miserable because I was only working. I just focused on work, 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 work.
0: Welcome to the My Estre Mentality Podcast, where I get to interview some of the dopest individuals that I've met through this amazing journey of life. Individuals with the most amazing stories and plenty of lessons to share. Every single person that we have one thing in common that has brought us together, we all have a love for boxing. But it's always been bigger than boxing. On that note, let's get into these stories. I ran up a check. I might do it again. Enemies close had me thinking they're friends. Ten toes down. I'll be free to the end. Crib outside the city. I don't feel safe in my ass. Took so many yells. I'm just waiting for the. I always tell people that when it's all said and done, and I've accomplished the personal goals of my boxing career, I'd open up a traditional gym, one that mainly focuses on fighters and helping the youth find their paths through boxing. A gym that holds strong to the boxing culture, but also contributes to the community. That's huge for me. Today's guest has a gym that does exactly that and more. Not only does she own and operate one of Orange County's top boxing gyms and been in the game for a long, long time, but she also has a strong brand of her own. A competitive fighter, a boxing coach, a badass businesswoman, somebody I know that leads by example so that others can rise up with her. Welcome to the show, Jessica, owner of Grandpa's I'm, Boxing Gym.
1: I'm like, who, me? Is he talking about me? That was so nice. Yo, you. <laughs> it, it, it's so funny.
0: When I do these intros for everyone, was like, oh, my gosh. And I'm like, no, but I, re- I truly mean it. And you could, yeah. you could feel the authenticity behind everything, even through these podcasts, because you guys are all incredible to me and, and the things you do, like I want the world to know everything y'all do. And, and we were just talking about social media and everything. Like sometimes people don't get the spotlight that they deserve. And, you know, yeah. this podcast helps, helps that a little bit. I mean, you're busy as hell running that gym and, and everything. So, you know, I figured, figured we'd get you on here to kind of share that story.
1: Yes. Thank you. Much love always. <laughs> Um, that was really sweet intro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How tired are you right now? I know, I'm sure you've been working all day.
1: Um, I, I'm not going to lie. I feel like I'm only tired because I went out last night.
0: Which is that something
1: I, 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 like... I really,
0: I really want to oh, touch on that because like mm-hmm. you, you, you own a gym, you rock the gym, you do the business in. And but you have this other side of your life that you're able to still cater to and 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 all that, and we'll get into that. Let's ease the audience in, in, into yeah. everything first, though. It's like we're really, just jump right into it. Um, I, I really want yeah. people to get to know you, and and um, I have this first question for you. Um, boxing plays a huge role in your life, like we were just talking about, as the owner and operator of Grandpa's Gym in Westminster. Um, was it always boxing growing up? Like, tell us what was, what was it like growing up? Where were you born? Um, Where did you grow up? And then how'd you end up at the gym?
1: Yeah. So I'm born and raised in Santa Ana and, um, boxing was always like, since growing up, we would always watch boxing. Um, I just remember like being little and seeing Tyson rip off Holyfield's ear. And I was just like, Whoa, (laughs) like, can he do that? (laughs) Um, so my grandfather is the one that would like all, we would watch fights every weekend we would go to pro fights like I have pictures of me as a little girl like with the ring girls like taking pictures um so I've always yeah I've always been involved in boxing um this is Dante he's gonna make his little appearance because he's clingy as fuck <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah born and raised in Santa Ana and then I kind of um hopped around for high schools um, I ended up doing independent studies my senior year, just cause I, all my friends were usually older and I just wanted to like already be working and things like that. So I got a job. My first job was at a sushi bar. Um, and I love sushi. I could eat sushi every day, <laughs> but that was my first job. And at the time I was still in high school, but like I said, I was doing independent studies my senior year. Um, and I was training at a boxing gym, um, with, and my grandfather would take me. So family's always been into boxing, but I feel like um definitely me and my grandpa like a lot were a lot more passionate about it. Um, but my whole family, like we we will get together, we'll order the fight, have food, and it's like more of like a social thing for them. But like for me and my grandpa, we actually were like I I trained and um he did everything he pretty much could. Training, um, reffing, judging, manager, judge, everything that you could possibly do in boxing, he did. Um, so yeah, my senior year, I just remember the gym that I was at, it closed down and I was like, you know what, let's um I knew that I wanted to do something like in fitness. Um, because I was always doing sports in high school and I just I was a tomboy, so I really liked to to play and be outside. Um so I, I knew that was gonna be a career choice for me. I just didn't know exactly what sport or if it was just gonna be like weightlifting, what type of like, but I wanted to do something in the fitness for sure. And then, yeah, we fast forward to the gym closes down um, we're like kind of hopping from gym to gym, and we never really found anywhere we felt like comfortable or there was just always something off, so we decided to start looking to open up our own gym, so it took us two years. I quit my job like two times, and we didn't, and like mm-hmm. I mean, as a business owner, I'm sure other people listening can relate like it's so hard opening up a business, and um like we yeah, there was a couple of times where One thing or another, just places would fall through. We wouldn't be able to rent them out. Finally, came across our location where we're at now in Westminster, and everything happens for a reason. We opened up in 2011, and we've been blessed ever since.
0: Oh, you all been rocking even through the COVID era, and I know a lot of big, big gyms, like with a lot of money behind them in communities, they didn't make Mm -hmm. it through. So Mm -hmm. that's a testament to that. Just to recap all that. So, so born and raised in Santa Ana like mexican culture like boxing is huge so it's pretty much in your blood i mean you're probably watching watching fights at at six months old and and, and everything and go (laughs) and go into fights as a as a one-year-old you're watching tyson uh bite off holofield's ear (laughs) i
1: I wish i was one i was older were you one
0: I. I'm really bad at math. Don't make me try to yeah. try to figure out. No, figure I, was out my, <laughs> I, I was
1: like nine or 10 and I was like freaking out. <laughs> oh, so
0: you under, you understood it then. And yeah, like, oh, I knew shit. that he was not
1: supposed to be doing that. <laughs> I was like, what is going
0: on? Oh my gosh. And then so, and you've always trained, but I think you, you mentioned you went more into the competitive side of it when, um, at a, at a high school, right?
1: Yeah. So at you you want to keep pursuing in, in sports? I did like boxing off and on, but it was always just more of like a self-defense thing, just like an after, like some yeah. kids do sports out of school. I did box. That was my sport out of school.
0: Yeah, I um, love that. But I,
1: yeah, I didn't uh, full on start competing until I was a little bit older. I think my, I, my first fight was at 19, um, which is old, I guess, in boxing,
0: <laughs> Yeah, but,
1: um, but not for women. For women, they hit their primes a little bit older than the men. So 19 mm-hmm. wasn't
0: too bad. I had a good run. What, what was your first fight like, and what, what made you want to fight at, at that um, age?
1: I was always training, and then once you like actually know the ins and outs of a boxing gym, the traditional boxing gym, you know that's like the next step is to get an amateur fight. So I was mm-hmm. already training, already sparring, really liked it. And I was like, okay, let's see. Let's see how how far we could take this. And then I had my first fight. It was a loss, um, but I got a lot of good compliments off that fight. I don't want to be like, I got robbed, but I did. <laughs> but people say that a lot. Um, but I got like, yeah, I got a lot of compliments. And it was just like, it really like boosted my self-esteem. And I was just like, okay, so then maybe this, this could be something. And then um, lost my first two fights. And then went on a winning streak. And then I had my, my record ended up being, I wanna say 12 4. Good for or you. T- yeah. Good for you. 10 4 or 12 4. I can't remember if I had 14 or 16 bites, but something like that.
0: Good for you. I mean, and, yeah. and after like two, you said you lost the first two. A lot of people just throw in the towel and be like, forget yeah. it. And you kept going. What? Yeah,
1: my first one. i I felt great like i felt like i like i said it really helped my confidence everybody was like telling me that i should have won and um like wanting to take their pictures with me so it was just like a good Mm -hmm. feeling like i was like shoot i could have won like who cares you know i did good so then taking that high into my second fight i did not train as hard as i should have been training I, (laughs) i was already like 19 going on like 25 so i was like going out you know, partying and all that and just not training how you should be training. So my second fight, like, I don't think, I think she threw two punches and I threw one. Like, it was just such (laughs) a bad fight. She sucked so bad, too. No disrespect to her. (laughs) Uh, Who knows where she ended up, but she was so bad. At least you're
0: real about it. At least you're being real about your training. I was making
1: fun of her, like, before our fight. Like, I was like, she's short. I got this. No, it was, like, so embarrassing that I lost that fight. Um, and then after that, Nine, I was like, no.
0: 19 going on 25. And I figured because you said uh, your senior year you did homeschool because. Yeah. Or My or whatever, because all your friends were older. I'm like, so what that tells me is you're a little troublemaker. And I don't think I'm, I was
1: a troublemaker. <laughs> I think I just like like to be out. <laughs>
0: okay. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll leave yeah. it at that.
1: <laughs> but my third but, but fight, the, I like trained super good, and I won by TKO. So
0: yeah, that was and like I'm sure I was like okay, the high off that, and nineteen years old, like. But look, look what it shaped you to be. I mean, like the to to keep trucking past two losses and continue training and go on this winning streak and stay a little more dedicated to it, like. I always, I preach it now, like everyone needs to try, at least try to box, you know, include mm-hmm, in your life some way, somehow, because it shapes you to do um, incredible things in life.
1: I think boxing, like if everyone set out to have one amateur fight, it would just like be such, it's such a bucket list thing for people to do, I think.
0: Yeah, I, I I agree, and I, and go through like the full training of it, and yeah, and the whole training camp, and being humbled by a better fighter, and then showing up on fight night and and fully prepared. And whether you win or lose, I feel like everybody needs to go through that. Like, yeah, you're, you're and then also too, right. like
1: I get a lot of uh, like New Year's resolutioners at my gym, and they're I'm like, well, what are your resolutions? Or even like my clients, like I'll ask them, like, what are your resolutions? And they're like, well, I want to just be strong this year. And I'm like, how do you measure that? I think I'm like, why don't you say my New Year's resolution is to compete in an amateur fight? Because Mm -hmm. like it's going to like mentally, physically demand so much from you that you will be physically, mentally, spiritually stronger after that amateur fight for sure
0: yeah and it's it's funny i don't even like calling it amateur fights because i feel like and and my coach joan guzman he, he had a very prestigious amateur career he and i believe this like amateur level is harder than professional at times yeah. you know in the a beginning level definitely pro, yeah, yeah absolutely but like you know once you get open division and for the audience that doesn't know um when you fight USA boxing when you fight in the amateurs there's novice fighters and there's open fighters you become an open fighter after 10 fights so mm-hmm, if right. you have 11 fights you could get mashed up against somebody with 300 fights
1: yeah and even <laughs> then I um there's some national tournaments where you can go open at five fights like you have to have a oh, five five-out wow. minimum so I was already at the age where I'm like I'm an adult like I'm doing this I'm not Concern. I don't think there's anybody that can hurt me at my weight with headgear Mm. with the ounce of gloves. So I didn't really care um, to go. I think my first national tournament. I had six fights, and the girl I fought had like fifty fights. Um, Mm. And you could just see like the 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 level of difference and experience.
0: Definitely. Yeah. How'd you do against her?
1: I got actually. They count. It was a TKO stoppage by her. Yeah, but I didn't feel like I was getting hurt. I just didn't. I came from like the novice where it's like you go in and you throw as much as you can, you know. Mm -hmm, But these open mm -hmm. fighters are like really picking their shot, fighting backwards, like. So I don't think Playing traps everything, but she was knocking my head back enough to where you know the ref was kind of like, "It's she's gonna win regardless. Why even let it continue?" Like
0: yeah, yeah. even though
1: I wasn't her, but um, shout out to Virginia. Virginia Fuchs for giving me my first <laughs> TKO. Person only, okay? Only time I ever got a fight.
0: Well, yo, last last loss I had was against the two-time Golden Gloves champ, and he TKO'd me in the second round. Videos up on YouTube if anyone's curious. But honestly, I'm honored to fight against high-level people like that. Like, I've yeah. never wanted to just, like, fight and beat up on people. Like, I really wanted to test myself. And, and I know you're you're the same way with that. So, you know, fuck it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then i'm like we're already like you know i can understand for kids like you know you you want to like kind of take care of them but then it's it's also too like um recently we just had like this incident because somebody was complaining that their kid was novice and mine was open but they knew that before taking the fight and then it uh, just like turned into this whole thing yeah we'll have to discuss wow. names off camera
0: <laughs> yo um no way was this recent
1: Recent. Yeah. We just had a fight and like their fighter didn't even look bad. Like he, it's not like he lost and he got beat up and got carried out Mm. of there. Like he did well as well. You could just tell with the inexperience. Um, But yeah, they threw like, they threw a fit because they were like, oh, don't be lying about how many fights your guy has. And like, Mm. it says open, like you knew it could be 11 to, and like I said, he didn't get hurt.
0: I would yeah. understand
1: if the kid got hurt, then like make it a thing. But
0: yeah, there's always well, something. I, mean, they, I think a lot of us and a lot of the the viewers and everyone listening in, they don't really understand the reality of this right now. So, you, you, you know, if you have kids or you, you know, have a niece, nephew, or around kids and you go to like a kids' soccer game or a kids' basketball mm-hmm. game and it gets competitive and the parents get yeah. into it. But you got to understand these. Boxing tournaments, these these boxing shows with the kids, it's different. Like yeah. this is this is a whole different game. Imagine a lot watching. Of yeah, your son or daughter, you know, going could you, in the ring. Could
1: you, would you put your kids in boxing?
0: Hell no. Nah. Th- Actually no. Nah. If, I mean, if, if they, if they really
1: and they were like yeah. yeah really want to do this I'm going to have to be supportive but I'm not going to I don't I would rather them not I see how hard of a sport it is and I think there's other sports that are a little bit and easier that yeah but I mean if somebody would have told me I can't box
0: I probably would have I think with us, and and correct me if I'm wrong, but boxing kind of chose us, right? It kind of like sucked us in in its own special way. And we have these unique journeys with it. It pulls everyone in in in, in its own specific ways. And sometimes it pulls people in to the more competitive side of of things. And sometimes people have to go through the competitive um, side of it to recognize that that's not for them, too. Like you say, yeah. like just try one fight at least. Try and see. one
1: and see, yeah. A lot of people do not enjoy getting punched in the face.
0: <laughs> yeah, but when it comes to the kids, I mean, that's high level. That's next level. They These kids, they get a lot of fights. I mean, you see mm-hmm. like the Floyd Mayweathers, the Oscar De La Hoya's, these Hall of Fame boxers. They have hundreds, few hundreds of, of amateur fights fighting for free before they even take on the first professional one, you see this firsthand, you know, you guys have a great kids program and, and a lot of them, they go on to nationals and junior Olympics and you, and you help run the, run that routine for all of them. It goes into my next question. Actually, um, you, you oversee a lot of the amateurs and kids from the local shows and tournaments and everything. Like how beneficial is it to have kids boxing at an early age? I know you and I just said, we're not going to have our kids compete, like throw them in there and force them to do it. But the ones that just get into boxing and then eventually take it, take it to that level. Like, do you, yeah, do you see I that think, as a benefit? I think to it's kids? very,
1: I think it's very important to start them young. Um, mm-hmm. I think if you want to be a professional and be like at that top level, like, like the Mayweather's, the Canelo's the Manny Pacquiao's you have to have, you have to be, you have to like live, eat, breathe boxing, So if you are not passionate about it at a young age or you're not, your family isn't, you're not, it's not in your inner circle where you are like constantly like seeing boxing. It's really hard to get to that top, top level. So I think all the kids that a lot of the well-respected and not all, there's a few people that just fought like amateur a couple of fights when they were older, got into it super late and went pro. But I think if you want to be like the Mayweathers and the Canelos, you definitely have to start like competing at eight years old. And that means mm. training like at five years old to start competing mm. at eight years old. Um, You're training and I'm like not a professional athlete. Constant. Yes. And I'm not saying, I'm just saying you have to be involved in it because I've seen people walk away from the sport, but then still come back to it and have that, like just, you know, it's just like riding a bike. At least you have the foundation and the fundamentals. You can always like come back into it. But um, it's it's a lot harder to pick it up later
0: on. Mm. So for yeah. a high level kid, for for a kid to really come up in the sport at a high competitive level, you think that they gotta uh, at least be introduced to it when they're five, six, seven, eight. What yeah. what about like? somebody that doesn't want to compete like the benefits of boxing in their lives you know seeing kid the discipline it instills in kids like i'm sure you have stories on stories of yeah of we get parents where people. they're
1: just like what did you do to my kid like he's just turned it <laughs> around and we've seen kids go from being like really bad kids to like actually having a purpose and wanting to be better and wanting and being polite and so it i think boxing is great for kids um it's just I draw the line where it's like, okay, it's great, but it can be dangerous. So if the child yeah. isn't taking it serious or if they're being like pushed past their what level they're at, that's when it's like, okay. That's why I'm kind of yeah. like, I don't know if I would want my kids to do it because it's a, it's a hard sport, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of sacrifices, a lot of tears, a lot mm-hmm. of missed birthdays, holidays. So yeah. it's not for yeah, every family.
0: I, and if you don't take it seriously, you get – Physically hurt. hurt. I mean the brain trauma. I mean, how many times have or, you seen or this? Or
1: humiliated like my second fight. Yeah. <laughs> <pipe. laughs>
0: and and that's even worse for a teenager, right? To for, yes. for them to go through that. I mean, I'll scroll my TikTok feed and see these young amateur boxers and you know, they're already talking like they're Mayweather, Jake Paul trying to build yeah, their brand. But I'm so like, cute. bro,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
0: get what you're doing, but watch 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 Be your careful. emotions. Yeah, make sure ego. it
1: it backs up. It has to you have yeah yeah you gotta be able to with, back it with, up.
0: tell me how many times has happened you've seen a parent put their kid in boxing and the the parent wants it more than the actual kid oh all the time <laughs>
1: all the time and like it, it, it could be sad i'm just like no i've yeah. had to intervene a few times with parents and their kids just to be like hey tone it down you know yeah because they they get into it and it's it's sad like to your kid already got beat up in the ring and then you got to beat him up out of the ring with the words. Mm. It's just like unnecessary. Mm. Yeah.
0: It's tough. It's yeah. almost, it's the darker side of, 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 of the sport. And again, like you're exposed to it and we're exposed to it. And that's why, you know, we asked ourselves if we throw our kids into it and we're both like right away, no, but you know, mm-hmm. if they love it. Yes. But you know, yeah, it, you just it, have it, to make it's, sure it's like a healthy. That.
1: Yeah. Cause it could get really yeah. dark and ugly with every sport right. and i feel like every hobby and every and life
0: <laughs> yeah but this is so much on the line like the kids are in there yeah. and they're sacrificing punched. you know mm-hmm. their, their their brain cells their
1: diets sometimes they can't eat what they're like want to eat and it's just mental like you really have body dysmorphia after boxing like you know you, like when you're it's fight week you're a whole different person than when it's not so it could really it could really mess with these kids but i think if you have like a strong support good family friends people in your corner then i think you know if you get them started young and even if like i said even if i know kids that they'll do multiple sports or they'll just take time off and then come back to it i think those are the kids that um excel a little bit more than kids that are introduced to it a little bit later
0: yeah I kind of wish I did that when I was in high school. Like, I played basketball. I was really into basketball. But I think in the off mm-hmm. season, I wish I did boxing training. It would have yeah, made been me cool. way more disciplined. My work ethic would have been way, way mm-hmm. taken mm-hmm. more seriously because, you know, again, your health is on the line when you're doing these yeah. things.
1: Did your family, are they into boxing or just you?
0: you know what they're they're not but when obviously many we were filipino when many pacquiao was really bursting yeah. on the scenes we would just like watch, watch them and have these have these things and that's when i was really starting to get exposed to boxing and mm-hmm. and seeing mm-hmm. a fellow filipino you know so like you kind of put you your
1: family on to
0: boxing. absolutely yeah absolutely. yeah which and, is and, like and, a
1: lot harder i mean with anything like you're the one the first one Doing it, You know, I had my mm. grandfather to really like teach me and show me and like, let me know the unwritten code of boxing pretty much, you know, mm. but when it's you're the first one, it's kind of like a lot of the first generation families were like, they're learn they're going to college for the first time, or they're running a business for mm. the first time. It's like you don't, <laughs> I was figuring it out on your out. own. <laughs> There's no manual, you're not gonna, you know, unless you have a really dope yeah. coach that like, treats you like a child, like a son or a daughter. Um, but sometimes coaches don't, you know, or your first couple of coaches yeah. don't at least until you find somebody that really is for you. But um, yeah, it's hard when you're the one just starting into boxing. So good for you. Look I at how far you own. got
0: <laughs> on your own. I know. I know. I, good, thank God. I mean, God led me, led me here, but let me paint this picture for you. Like, so, you know, Mexican culture, Filipino culture, like everyone and all my people that are Filipino that are listening, like high chances you are a nurse <laughs> and like everyone want because, <laughs> caretaker
1: like, caretaker exactly, so my <laughs> parents they wanted me to
0: my is. parents wanted me to be a nurse or a doctor, and I went to college mm-hmm. and i think i and i started studying psychology because it was a generic thing that I thought I could get away with, and yeah. just i don't know it seemed easier for me so yeah well it, th- the last semester before graduating, I called my parents and I was like. Hey mom, dad, um I know I got like 18 units left, but I think I'm going to drop out and pursue this fighting thing. <laughs> and just Did work at the local gym. Did you go back and finish gym. the
1: 18 units?
0: You know I you have You need to go not. back. I want to. to. I really want to. I really <laughs> You're so really, so want,
1: close.
0: To. It's I I really want to. I know I
1: really want to college with an associate's in science and a nutrition certification something that should have taken two years it took me 10 years so I'm a big (laughs) advocate go back to school
0: (laughs) I I really I really really have a strong desire to and now that I'm a little more understanding of my career and and I'm way more mature now I'm like yo like even finishing up this psychology degree it could help me in my profession as a coach and a trainer now and a business owner now like yeah
1: And it's such a privilege to say that that you went to school. You know, a lot of people don't get that opportunity. So I think if anybody tuning in right now wants to, is on the fence of should they go to school or should they not just do it, the time is going to pass anyways. I'm not saying go to a school that you're going to get into a huge amount of debt. No, do what you can at your, and your budget. But yeah, I tell all my kids at the gym, I'm like, school's number one you can break Yo, your hands one
0: more. million <laughs> one million yeah. percent and at the same time you can hustle and still go to school and still work yeah. and still box i mean i mean at this day and age now you and i are both hustling you know that goes yeah. into my next question for you like yeah. you're not your typical boxing gym owner you think of boxing gym owners you think of like the movies and it's like some old white yeah, guy like that owns a, <laughs> a
1: gym. yeah uh,
0: and uh, some old grandpa that owns a gym uh, mm-hmm. no pun intended Hens grandpa. The name grandpa's, <laughs> yeah and i think that's kind of like
1: where we branded ourselves is like i yes i'm not you know the grandpa but like it is a grandpa's boxing gym where it's like very traditional old school feel
0: yeah i love it i love it and it's an incredible gym and and you know tough tough fighters come come out of there i had my first loss came from when you guys had a show there and Man, I got I robbed that I mean. fight. I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Everyone no, has a couple fights it. they've been robbed, though. I feel <laughs> it. It does happen. Um, um,
0: no, but the gym, yeah. So the gym they, is when, they,
1: when they come and check out the gym, they're like, um Can I speak to the owner, to manager? And I'm like, Yeah, one second. Hi, how can I help you? <laughs> they never really expect that it's going to be like, and I, I usually don't have makeup on. Like, this is just for the the recording mm. purposes i usually look like a 12 year old at the gym and then <laughs> everyone's like well i like to think that i look young but usually i'm like sweats hair uh like hair not done and no makeup and then people are like oh can i talk to the owner and I'm like I'm yeah. sorry it's me.
0: <laughs> but I, I think that is so dope and and I always talk about like dualities and being able to do both and you could be mm-hmm. everything and and so you own this tough tough dope gym that gives back to the community and everything but you also you ride motorcycles, you know, you model a little bit, you're an influencer a little bit, you have a good social following. Um you 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 know you're able to like you have your dog with you and your, and your husband and you guys like are able to go out and have fun, actually have a life. Like you only see people do one side of that. How do you fit everything in there? Like get more personal mm-hmm. about it. So
1: I'm not rich. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think because I value life but you hustle. so much. I hustle, you hustle. I hustle. I think I will never go without. Thank God that I have a good, good work ethic and I'm very ambitious. But at the same time I do a priority of mine is, having work-life balance because I think I would go crazy. And I, I, I think I did go a little crazy. Like I had my midlife mm. crisis at 25 and mm. I was depressed. And um, through church and um, therapy and sobriety, like I those are the, th- the things that have really, really helped me um, because mm. yeah, at 25, I was miserable because I was only working. I just focused on work, 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 work. And then I had a huge um, impactful moment when my grandfather died and he's my business partner, mm. my, my right hand uh, father figure, um, not to take away from my dad because my dad is great, but that me, my grandpa, like, you know, that, that was my yeah, everything. The whole boxing, so, the
0: whole boxing chapter. You know? So
1: after that, after that year it was a couple rough years, but I was able to get out of it. And um, honestly, like I, I really, really value my, my husband, my family, um, my Sundays off, even though sometimes I do work seven days a week, I really try to like, okay, it's not going to be two, two weeks like that, that I'm, I'm working every day. Like I used to in the past.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you're able yeah. to hustle, but you understand the balance of it now. And it took you getting to that limit yeah. and, and hitting I read, depression I, and everything. I've
1: actually read a, like a really nice quote that like always comes to mind, but it says, um, Jesus wants your heart, not your hustle. And I think mm, I just was always so focused on hustling and like, you know, grinding and like, um, 16 hour days, which don't get me wrong. Like me and my husband still have to sometimes work those 16 hour days, but it's like, yeah, Jesus wants your heart at the end of the day. Like, are you being a good person? Are you serving others? You know, because mm-hmm. I don't have to be at work 24 seven, I could still be working, but it, it has to have a different purpose yeah. different meaning than just like clocking in
0: clocking out and it's so yeah. clear to see like and you talk about your faith and giving back to others like look at that gym and, and it withstood COVID. yeah it, you
1: know
0: covid wiped out you know I, I talk about the new york fitness scene and and being part of these big companies it took out a lot of great great gyms out there yeah. and you guys held strong because of of what you give back to the community
1: Yes. I definitely think that like good karma, what goes around comes around. And we've been, we've been in business for going on 12 years this next February because we just are good people. You know, I'm, integrity is very important to me and you never know when you're going to need somebody for something or something from somebody. Um, So it's just really important to treat everybody with respect always. And I think it's taken us a long way. I think that's why, you know, we did withstand COVID. I think if you, you know, COVID just kind of really like cut the grass for a lot of businesses where like, you know, snakes did show. And it's kind of like, if you weren't doing, if you were like a little shady, maybe with the financials Mm. or if you burnt bridges, like if you like, you're already losing the customers because you're forced to shut down. If you don't have like everything else, like in order, you weren't going to make it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And, and, For everyone listening, if you're in the Orange County area, you have to go to one of Jessica's events. Like the last one I went to, the Cruising for a Bruisin', it's a vibe. And literally, it's like families, kids, mom and pops are there. Like, -hmm. like, let me paint the picture for y'all. It was at Grandpa's gym. She had, you know, the, the taco stand. You had like all these vendors. You had like a car show. You had vintage cars pulling up, motorcycles pulling up. And then you had fights. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. sparring up in there so like a, a shit ton of the local gyms were there bringing their kids to get some work and it's a vibe and and yeah. that's what I like I always want from, it
1: to be like an experience.
0: Like, like, I'm a to- I'm a it's, tourist. It's, it's I don't amazing. know
1: if, if if people can relate but like I feel like <laughs> tourists are all about the vibe, the experience, the flavors. I'm a foodie. Like I want yeah. my gym, it like I want it to be a place that I would go to. I wouldn't run a business where it's something that's not authentic to me. Like I definitely want it to be somewhere where I enjoy. And I think for a while it was, it wasn't, you know. And that's kind of when I hit my little midlife crisis. Mm. Like, and now I'm like, I love my gym, you know. I love the people there. I love everything about it, and it's, it's just, it's a lot of fun. It's a
0: vibe. (laughs) 99.9% <laughs> 99.9% of the people it's just good people in that gym and yeah it's crazy like you say surrounding yourselves with good people like you step into to most traditional boxing gyms and it's good people what you know great stories and great lessons and hence why uh, Mm -hmm. there's this podcast to share those stories and lessons. There's good people in these boxing gyms, which is funny because like, if you look, put your eyes towards the ring, it's like two people trying to hurt each other with punches and, and, and that, but that's the sport. That's the science of it. But Mm -hmm. like outside of it is good, hardworking, honest people. Yeah. And you know, you, you built that community there and everyone go to, go to, go to an event. It's, it's amazing yeah the, <laughs> the events next are one?
1: really fun um so in uh we'll probably do one I'm thinking like may um we'll probably do like two next year two three next year um mm-hmm. we we'll ha- we always have like our amateur boxing event, and then we'll do like a couple just like more fun events um we just mm. had our chunk or treat that was fun, and yeah, next one we don't really have anything on the books yet we kind of do all our like planning in December. Um, but I like to usually do it like May, September, those times.
0: Love that. Love that. Talk, talk to me a little bit more. I'm, I'm actually even interested even more. So you talk like you're a foodie. What else do you do outside of the gym? You ride motorcycles, yes, I ride which I'm going to get a,
1: like,
0: love heavy that. into it.
1: Yes. I have a street Bob, a Harley Davidson street Bob, and I have it like all out um it's funny because me and my husband we both ride but our riding style is very like um I don't know I guess like white boy <laughs> like yeah.
0: um, but
1: we're very cultured like we're like more like into low riders and v class and like more into the mex- Mexican I mean we're Mexican yeah. we're not into it like we are Mexican yeah. so it's so funny because Be whenever both. We, ride could do both. With, we could do both but I like I ride with a bunch of people that have like low rider bikes and just like, and I'm, my bike does not fit in, you know? And yeah. then when we're riding with people that have like our bikes, like we don't fit in cause they're just like, <laughs> but it, it's fun. It's fun. We love it. We get a kick out of it cause we are able to kind of go with both crowds. Um, but I'm heavy into motorcycle riding. And I love that now I was able to kind of like mesh the two, the boxing and the, um, the motorcycle. So that's super cool. We have like our annual cruising for a bruising, which is just like it's just it's just funny how where life takes you, you know. Never did I think that I would be running a boxing gym, riding motorcycle. But it's a lot of fun. I do that. I love to eat. I'm a foodie. I love trying new restaurants and then also going to like religiously to like my favorite restaurants. Um, I can eat seafood, sushi, pho
0: every day of the week those are like my you're uh you're um you talked about sushi what's your top spot in orange county you guys have to go visit
1: my friends at etc sushi you you haven't been there have you been there
0: i no where is it
1: it's off of um it's like by the john wayne airport off of like oh okay
0: it's close it's close yeah
1: we have to go i can't no 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 you have like we have uh, we'll do a double day we'll get your wife we'll get rico and we'll go because it's
0: i love i love putting people on
1: that spot and then the same owners actually own a thai spot next door and it's Mm -hmm. like the best thai food you've ever had so shout out etc sushi dale and jenny you guys have to go check them out
0: (laughs) (laughs) done (laughs) i'm I'm on my way i'm on my way no i I love that
1: it's the best i love eating um i love cooking i love hanging out with my dog he's my everything he's literally like stage 100 clinger like he's been so clingy the past couple of like i mean his whole life what could i say past couple of weeks i just feel like he always has to be on my lap he's a frenchie he's not a lap dog but he just i think every podcast i've done he's made an appearance <laughs> <laughs> he's um, a star yeah and then i'm just you know i'm a wife <clears throat> i i'm a christian i love going to church i love worshiping Um, and. I'm married to my best friend. So that kind of like sums up me. Um, if I were to be, if you were to find me in the dictionary, coffee lover. <laughs> no, I, I
0: love, yo, for sure. Cause we always, every time I ask you if you want coffee, I'm all the way to the gym. You're like, yes, yes, yes. yes. Like it's
1: never a and- no. I could have a cup yeah. of coffee in my hand. And if somebody asks me if I want coffee, I'm saying yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I don't know why this just popped in my head, probably because it's next to the coffee spot. But even that, um, that meat spot you talked about, you put yeah. me on there. Yeah. It just goes to show what kind of person you are within your community. You're always trying to put your community on. on. Yes. Yo, it's amazing. Yes. It's amazing. Um,
1: And that, I think and that's I wanna... why I do have like a following because like that's what an influencer is. You know, you're not like mm-hmm. gatekeeping. You put people on. You tell people like, you know, what's good, what's not. And it's just all about like that interaction, like that personal referral, that recommendation. Like mm-hmm. I'm all about that.
0: Yeah. And I wanted to point that out because it goes straight back to the the gym and how you run the gym now. And you run it mm-hmm. authentic to you and putting people on, not, not just inside of the gym, but outside the gym. And again, that's 100%. how the community grows. And, and that's how you get surrounded by good, good people. And I love hearing more about you on the personal side too, because I want everyone to understand, like, look, like, yes, we're all unique in our own individual ways, but we all have similar interests too. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's it's not a cookie cutter thing like us boxing coaches and boxers. Like there's more to us.
1: A thousand percent. we can have things that we share common interests in, but then also things that we completely disagree on. And like, that's okay. You know, as long as you just respect each other. And I respect all boxing gym owners. I'm friends with a lot of other boxing gym owners. Like, I would never. I can't imagine like being like, no, I don't like that gym because they're that, that's the competition. Like at the end of the day, no one's in competition with anybody. Like you're just in competition mm. with yourself, and you have to be friends with people, especially like mm-hmm. how could you not be friends with somebody that's doing the same thing you're doing? Like even if yeah. they run their business differently, they're still running a boxing gym. You know, they yeah. still know. So I have I have some some good friends, um, some good business owners, and um, it's all about the the connections. We met yeah. through boxing. We met through yeah, because absolutely. you were doing the photo shoot with ASRV mm-hmm. um, at my gym, and yeah, and you had already been there a couple of times too, and I just never was there.
0: Yeah, so I, was like, I, I think you were. You were in like Cabo or on a trip or something. I like was always that. somewhere. Again, yeah, living life. And then, life. but I
1: had already kind of known of you. Through just like mm. social media, you or know, it's,
0: it's so I, yeah, and the boxing community is so small. But even I want to I want to point this out something you said. So even if, if for the listeners out there that mm-hmm. own a boxing gym or even uh, are thinking about running a boxing gym, like l- l- listen to you firsthand. Like that's the formula right there is yes. is the as many
1: boxing gyms for whatever business yeah. you want to open. If you want to open a sushi restaurant, visit sushi restaurants. Asked to talk to the owners, like,
0: yeah.
1: you so know, loved. it's don't, research. Don't
0: make it
1: a, yeah. Yeah. So you're just doing your research, you know, if you want to, that, like, if I were to do this again, because again, like I was so young when I opened my business, but I think, yeah, I would have definitely reached out to more people a lot sooner than now, but mm-hmm. we're here. Mm-hmm. We made it. And That's I'm amazing. glad that now I'll never be shy enough to ask a question. Like, I love going to other cities. And stopping at a boxing gym. Like, I have to train when I'm on vacation. Yeah, I need to find the gym. I want to meet the people. And, yeah.
0: You just dropped some some gold. I mean, Jessica Renee, business owner, boxer, foodie, motorcycle rider, influencer, model, like community leader <laughs> versatility, <laughs> <For the people. laughs> versatility as its finest no i love that i i love that i, I want to let's get more into boxing again then so now that we got to even get to know your your, uh, your thoughts about it and your personality when it comes into boxing and, and your beliefs behind it what do you think of boxing now like um i i see a lot of people go to you actually if you go on youtube and um i remember we were at brick house and Um, e-news was interviewing you and they were asking you what do you think fighters got to do now to get put on and come up
1: i definitely think i mean we live in a time where social media is our iphones are glued to our hands like it is an extension of us so it's just really important that like if you want to be fighting on these big cards you have to have people be interested in you If people aren't interested in you and you're not knocking people out, you're not going to get far in life. Like, it's just the sad reality. And I think that's with every sport. I, I, I don't know the ins and outs of other sports, but I know as far as for boxing, you have to be knocking people out or you have to be charming.
0: Yeah. Or put people, sell tickets and put people in those seats.
1: Yes. Yes, but even then too, like you put people in the seats and then once you start losing after a while, it's kind of like,
0: yeah, you know. will deliver, yeah. Yeah, both, both yeah a little bit both.
1: Yeah, because I know but some you popular see, people that suck. That. <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: yeah. right. Who, who, who's your favorite boxer right now?
1: I thought you were going to be like, who, who sucks? <laughs> I
0: was like,
1: Jeremiah, we're going to have to cut the mic for that one.
0: I know, I know. It's not boxer? one of those podcasts. <laughs> my
1: favorite boxer right now i think i'm i mean i'm a big canelo fan um i'm liking um caleb plant um i'm excited for this plant Benavidez fight coming up Yo. Super excited for that that's gonna let's be get really it on good. the record
0: how's it how's it gonna go
1: i think i i hope it goes with caleb plant i'm a big caleb plant fan um Benavidez kind of rubbed me the wrong way one day, <laughs> and I just never <laughs> got past it. Um, but no, they're both really good, talented fighters, so I'm really excited for that. Um, I really like right now. Um, he's two ten Bam. Um, what's his name? What's his name? I'm blanking on his name. But on IG, I mean, you're talking
0: about yeah. Uh, That's those, how I kind of associate people with yeah. yeah. <laughs> Real um, nice. He just
1: yeah, he just won and. Um, who else, um, I like Tank, I'm a big Tank fan too. Mm-hmm. I like also, um, uh, of course, uh the pit bull, Isaac. Um, oh, he, uh, yeah,
0: so dude, that, that guy is an animal,
1: yeah. And Tank I mean, gave
0: him his flowers too. Like that guy, he needs he's he got put mm-hmm. on, but he's gonna get put on even more. Mm-hmm. He's I'm excited he's for this duck.
1: weekend. We have Zurdo and Bivol fighting um that's gonna Mm -hmm. be really really good too Um, how's it how's it going how's it how's it gonna go oh I love Zurdo but it's gonna be close it's gonna be close I don't think it's gonna be easy I don't I think this is gonna be a really good test for um for Mm -hmm. Zurdo that I, I don't think he's really been tested um, and I think yeah. the just coming off that win with Canelo. So he's on a high right now. So mm-hmm.
0: it's going it's to it be, be interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, yes, this fight. I everyone's got to tune into this fight. It, it's, I don't it's think be a I one. would.
1: Um, I got to see the odds. Um, I like gambling on boxing. <laughs> so I got to see the <laughs> odds. Um, because if Zurdo's the underdog, I'm for sure going to put money on him just because that's mm-hmm. the homie. And um, I love betting for an underdog. But. Um, I would think that Bibble would be, you know, favored because he is coming mm. off that Canelo win. So we all see, what but a, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good weekend.
0: What do you okay? Give me one more oh, female fighter that we should all be watching that you like.
1: Um, so we just saw Michaela and Alicia go at it. Um, that fight honestly was, and I don't, I'm I'm not saying boring like it wasn't a good fight, but for the amount of shit they talked, I thought that they mm. were gonna like bring it a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. so it was kind of disappointing, but I, I like them. I, I'm a huge Sinisa Estrada fan. Um, uh, Clarissa mm-hmm. Shields. Um, yeah, those are those are like they're doing big things for women's boxing. They're yeah. they're really good. Yeah.
0: I love, I I mean, women's boxing. I did some pieces of content on obviously the Taylor and Serrano it's, fight when it was going down. Yes, that was, such a good like, that was sold out that was that was a oh, great. Oh my fight. gosh,
1: I wish I could have been there it just looked and and mm-hmm. i had a ticket to go but the timing of everything i had some personal stuff going on i just could not get away oh. and like my my friend went by her iconic seat. yeah oh she my gosh iconic. Yeah, yeah i was supposed to go Ugh, i'm just like i wish i would have been there you could just feel the chills like through mm-hmm. the screen mm-hmm Yes, I, I love
0: that, and 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 they show that women's boxing they could operate at the same level as, as the men and bring in people and put bring on a show. Yeah, yeah, uh, with that, and I, I know a lot of people listening, or even on on my TikTok, I get a lot of Jake Paul haters, but I'll, I'll, I show Jake Paul love, and he yeah. helped put Amanda Serrano on, and tell me what your thoughts are about all that. I'm a know? big Jake Paul fan.
1: Yeah, I'm a big Jake yeah. Paul fan. I am. I in the beginning, like everybody else, you know, some people are just not your people. I don't think he was a like my vibe in the beginning, but he's shown a tremendous amount of growth. And I think he's just a Mm -hmm. dope person. I think you can't judge somebody. If I were to get judged on how I acted when I was 19 years old, like Mm -hmm. you I would not be on this podcast with you right now. (laughs) Like you would probably hate 19 (laughs) year old Jessica. So you know so it's like I don't understand why people can't just like get over the shit that he's done and just like look at the things he's doing now.
0: Yeah. And I'll be the first to admit when he first came on the scene and was talking all that shit, I wasn't a fan of it, but he literally like he, he, he put in the work and he backed it up and I like, he's like, like,
1: that's the part. Like he, Mm
0: -hmm. nobody,
1: he hasn't lost. So like, how can you hate on him when he's back? He's doing everything he's saying he's going to do. And like for Mm -hmm. people to say like, well, he's not fighting real boxers. Anybody that steps into that ring is a they have their they go through medicals they go like they're professional athletes like whether they're washed out or not like i'm sorry but they're in that ring with him that is a real boxer i don't know what like i don't know mm-hmm. like he has to fight Canelo no, for them you. to be like this is a real boxer because yeah. i know guys that are like 12 and 0 right now that have never fought a real boxer and they're, yeah they're being taken professional beat why because They're going to TJ and paying their opponents. Like, we know how this game goes. So it's like, Mm -hmm. I think Jake Paul is killing it right now.
0: And he he reminds me even of, like, you and the versatility of being a businesswoman. He's a great businessman, and he has his life outside of boxing, but he dedicates so much to boxing. Like, mm-hmm. you could do it all. You could be both. You just have to have that desire. You have to have that hustle. You have to have that love. And honestly, you have to have the love for the people and the community and, and the ones around you, which, mm-hmm. you know, you, we talked about that. But even Jake, like, he put Serrano on. And Serrano, yeah. I think, made a million dollars before the the uh Taylor, the Katie Taylor fight you know and yeah
1: so it, amazing it's,
0: it's 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 simple formula but it's, yeah. it's it's something you just have to stick with and be consistent with
1: and like that's a lot of money that he's putting in people's pockets so it's like you yeah. have to just respect it
0: yeah you got to respect it and honestly like fighter uh, if there i hear a very few fighters that actually really hate on him like most people that are in yeah. the boxing world that i talk to about him like they respect him and what he's done and he's what he's trying to do for the sport and yeah, it, I, I feel I like mean, the only real boxers
1: that are like the only like top top boxers i hate him are the ones that like he's talked shit publicly about like yeah, Canelo, yeah, you know how yeah. he goes off and he's like calls out Canelo, like, I could fuck you up. And it's like, okay, like, settle down, settle down. Yeah. But I'm like, I think it's entertainment. Like, it's not my yeah. beat, So I'm like,
0: he, I'm and, gonna... he, and he understands <laughs> the game. He's changed the game. I mean, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but you see it on social. And, mm-hmm, and there's some mm-hmm. great boxers out there mm-hmm. trying to build their social media followings and their accounts and their content they're putting out. You have to be intentional with the content and building it out. Like, yes, me clickbait. specifically. Yeah, you have to like work, work, work and stay consistent with it. And it's it's Mm -hmm. another job Mm -hmm. like we both do it like it's hard.
1: Yeah, it's hard. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's so hard. We're
1: filming this at seven o'clock on a Thursday, almost done with our week. We're still grinding it out. Yeah. So it's yeah,
0: eight o'clock now, right? So it's, yeah. like, it's like, yo, yes. and then we go to work <laughs> early tomorrow. And,
1: and you have you know, kids, so you win, you win. <laughs> yeah. but you pretty
0: much got a kid. I mean, your dog. I remember when I first met him, you are like, oh yeah, he has done this special diet and I got to yes. make him a certain meal. I'm like, that's a kid I right now. <laughs>
1: no, this is a kid. He throws up. I literally have to wipe his butt after he poops. like he is a kid
0: (laughs) sounds like all your fighters at the gym that you got a baby too (laughs) yeah they're
1: definitely my children I used to be the cool aunt and now I think I'm just like the annoying mom but
0: you got to (laughs) keep these
1: kids in check I always I wish you know I had somebody like older to keep me in check I mean I'd had people but I like you know it's just cool to like know that like These are memorable moments that they're gonna grow up with. Like I can look back and think of when I was a kid, the people that like talked to me and like genuinely like rooted for me and were in my corner. Like, I remember those people. So I'm just like all these kids are gonna remember me. Like
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean you played a memorable role in them. That's that's such a dope thing about being a a co trainer and a gym owner. Like you Mm -hmm. you you own a piece of memories with all the hundreds and thousands of people that have walk through those doors so i think that's yeah. dope um i mean what a great conversation to wrap things up for me one bo- i mean you have many lessons with boxing boxing's been in your life since you were you were a child what's one lesson that boxing gave you that you want to share mm. with others don't
1: count anyone out mm. don't I count like anyone that. out. um you know don't you just can't judge your opponent or you know mm. you don't maybe in the moment you don't know what like in life you're learning or what lesson needs to be learned. But like, there's always just like a bigger picture to it. And it's like, you just, yeah, you can't, you can't count it out. Um, That would probably be like the biggest one. Um, it's
0: It's so consistent with every story that you've shared today. Like don't count anyone out in the ring, but then you talked about like you and your 19 year old self and how like yeah. like what if you judge that person and it wouldn't be <laughs> who you are now and and Definitely really out. like that's a great reminder you like don't count anyone out and, and yeah including yourself sh- you know yeah
1: you got to you got to rap- be your number one fan you got to be you got to be rooting for yourself because people mm. out nowadays they don't really like root for each other so you got to just don't count anyone out and don't count yourself out and just
0: mm. keep pushing be your number one fan. I love that. that that resonated with me. I love that. I forget yeah. that sometimes too, you know. And yeah,
1: we could be we're... like our biggest hater like Yo, sometimes. I am, I am
0: like... my biggest hater. I for <laughs> sure am my biggest hater.
1: I'll be like putting on clothes and I'm like, "You look ugly. Go change." <laughs> <laughs> like and I'm like, "Okay, wait. I need to a- Dude, let's do like yeah. tone it back with the self-love a little bit.
0: <laughs> no, for sure. And, and, and you know, we give back to the people around us and the communities mm-hmm. we're trying to uplift. But we also got to remember us ourselves, too, and to, yeah. to show ourselves that Have some and not to count ourselves, ourselves out yeah Yo, if you're listening to this say something nice to yourself right now i'm, I'm gonna say some nice <laughs> things to myself after after this what yeah, a great,
1: how, how do how do there.
0: people how do people get in touch with you and i talked about grandpa's gym it's in westminster orange county go see jessica there um go to one of her events they're incredible she she mm-hmm. fundraises a lot for the community and the her fighters traveling all the time too and and you know help her out and 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 come come to an event but how do they keep in touch with you on social um
1: so so on social my um my personal social is xo jammin um xo like the weekend (laughs) everyone's like "What did you come up with your name they think my name is jasmine or something um so xo like the weekend and then um jammin like bob marley so xo jammin and then Grandpa's boxing gym. Um, Grandpa's is spelled with an M and a P instead of your traditional way. So G R A M is in Mary, P is in Peter, A S, and then boxing gym. Um, but if you want to meet me in person, you can just call the gym, ask for when I'm going to be there, and show up. Like I'm literally always at the gym. <laughs> Anybody can come over there and meet me. Um, and or they, if they if you have a question, you want to talk to me, call the gym. You can probably get a hold of me. Um, And I try to answer like as many DMs as I can.
0: Or train with you.
1: Yeah, that's the best. Yo,
0: train with you too, yo. I love training with you. I love it. We got to do that soon.
1: I know. We've been lagging it. We got to do it soon.
0: Yo, Jessica, owner of Grandpa's Boxing Gym, take care of your community. Show love for yourself. You know, don't count nobody out. What What a great, great conversation. Thank you so much. Yo. Thank you. We'll have to do another one of these soon.
1: Yes, definitely.